And welcome to another episode of Top Shelf Nerds, brought to you by Nerds Amalgamated, a subsidiary of That's Not Canon Productions. Joining me tonight, we have, as usual, the professor and Hello. the DJ. Hey! We apologize for the DJ at the start of the show this week, just because we figured to save time. <laughs> you should have a standard disclaimer. <laughs> Sure. What should I say? Warning: The DJ will rant forever and ever and ever. The opinions of the DJ do not represent the opinions of Nerds Amalgamated, or that's not canon. <laughs> um, the, well, we could just say he just doesn't represent humanity. Of course, I don't represent humanity. I'm a robot. Yeah, but we just don't want people to mistake you. <laughs> we don't want the aliens looking down from above, going, "Ah, oh, hell no." <laughs> Listen to that idiot carry on with all that stupid nonsense. <laughs> but moving along, um, first up, we have an article about Nintendo. Yeah, our first topic is about the Nintendo Labo contest, which um, Nintendo Labo, if you haven't heard of it, is a accessory for the Nintendo Switch where you build a contraption out of cardboard and use the sensors and controls in the Nintendo Switch as well, as controls to manipulate games using the uh, the cardboard setup. So the one of the default uh, well example applications you can buy is a uh, suit of power armor made out of cardboard. But uh, this this article was about a contest they held to see who could come up with the most creative Nintendo Labo application. And as a uh, amateur accordion player, very amateur, the most interesting one for me is the solar powered accordion. Ah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, there's. Thinking there's generations of Italian musicians out there that made their living lugging around an accordion, like just turning in their graves. <laughs> Those things are heavy, and I only have a small one. Ah, mate, I know. My dad used to try and play one. I used to have to carry it. Are you sure I'm not your dad? Because I kind of <laughs> try to play it too. <laughs> That's just a scary idea. Um, yeah, it is. It's actually easier to carry a, to shift a drum kit around than to carry one of those things and play it. Fair enough. <laughs> Although the accordion has straps that you, you just put it on your back and right. Yep. I used to have a little platform that had my kit on and had wheels on the bottom. I could just move it around with that. Oh, fair enough. Wheels make everything easier. Yeah, can't do that with an accordion. You, you got to admire the creativity of these guys. They they can come up with anything. Yeah, my other favorite that they mentioned in this article is the tea time game. They have cardboard teapots, and you mime. Oh no, it's not miming because you have a prop, but you act out serving tea like the. Uh, they they uh, compare it to the game Tapper. Okay. Which, uh, if you remember, is the game where you serve beer to people at the bar before they, they before the queue gets too long. Uh, the, yeah, and um, I think the having uh, used such a cheap substrate cardboard means that these sorts of little games are going to be be a huge part of AR and bringing interactivity into into gaming. Yeah, it's. I'm I'm just looking at some of the bits here and. I like the fact that it's actually stimulating people to think about things and generate things. So the creativity aspect of it. So people are seeing all these different ideas of things that they can do. 
it's kind of like those robot building competitions they have in Japan. It's fun to watch those just because of the crazy ideas that come out of it. Do you remember the old, like, um, the, the old building ro- robots that we used back in the 90s, like uh, Meccano and um, the Lego, or, uh, is it Lego Techniques? Lego Mindstorm. Yeah. Well, Lego Techniques is a thing, but Lego Mindstorm was proper programmable robots made out of Lego. Yeah, uh, this reminds um, me of it. So I, I, I go back to all of that and other bits and pieces. My brother had science test stuff and yeah like we had boards that you could connect with a different cut cabling you can make sound effects or program up lights oh yeah uh i had something similar to that i think it was called brain box yeah ah oh, this was wasn't that it was similar but yeah okay yeah little snap together electrical components and stuff this like is, this it's is like a huge electric um board we you had different circuit aspects of it and you could connect them to create different things so oh yeah with the the little spring terminals yeah you had spring terminals and it was like you could make bird sounds and alarms yeah i had that too yeah that was fun we used to play with that <laughs> used to drive my parents crazy you can still buy them though you can still buy yeah. them. yeah yeah well the advantage of this is that um apart from the cardboard which anyone can take a cardboard box and fold it or cut it it's all a self-contained unit. You don't need to build a a custom controller. There's no wiring. Mm. Right. You could do all of this with Raspberry Pi, but then you have to convince your users to take the time to build a custom controller. If you have a switch, this is all set up for you. Yeah, this is this is moving into the first stage of becoming a, a full-blown nerd. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is this is the baby steps introduction. Remember how when the first, when the Nintendo Labo came out the first time and people were making fun of it like, ah, this will not go well, and there were so yeah, many memes to it. Get the the application. <laughs> I don't remember that. Maybe I'm too. When old. they made the announcement, people were uh, weren't too approving of it, to put it yeah. nicely. See, that's what that's what comes when you listen to other people to form your ideas. Do it. Do what I always say. Give it a go and make up your own mind. Or listen to us for ideas, because listen to us in general. Yeah, we, we'll give you some ideas, but we encourage you to test it yourself. Yep. I might be called a professor, but take everything I say with at least a small mountain of salt. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. <laughs> a small mountain. Yeah. That way you have spare for the next time I come up with some random bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah, as far as the rest of us are concerned, um, if you've got enough to cover the DJ's bald spot, then you're going to have a heart attack. But <laughs> just, it, it seasons us out. Just bury the entire DJ in salt. <laughs> no, no. I, I want, uh, that would mummify if, him. If, 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 okay, if, if I want to get buried by, by a mountain of salt, I want you to be buried with me. I'll put that in, 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 in my will, you know, and let my lawyer say, like, if I, get, if I die, I want you to die with me, <laughs> you know? We haven't done that since people were thrown onto the funeral pile with their dead king. Yeah, or well, husbands and that. that. That used to happen in India. Yeah. But- one, I'm sorry, but in this relationship, you're the bitch, so you're, you're <laughs> the one you're on the And two, no, I want peace and quiet when I'm gone. <laughs> I've already seen when I, when I go, I want to be buried. They've got those ones where you, it's like a coffin that grows a tree out the top of you. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. I want, I want a giant California redwood 
Why red? <laughs> Why redwood? Couldn't you go for oak? Um, have you seen the California redwoods? The giant California redwoods? Oh, they're big. They, they are grow, big. They they grow to be about being bigger than an oak. They grow hundreds of feet tall, and what is it? They're big enough that you big can big drive a car through them. Oh yeah, so a two lane road going through one somewhere in California. Yeah, I think um I looked it up a while back, and I think they closed it down because the the cars were compacting the soil and damaging the roots. Okay, but yeah, if I'm going to get if that, that's my choice. But well, let's get back on topic to here, though. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm liking the looks of this. It's good to see the creativity. Although I'm a little bit concerned that um, there, there might have been a security scare there because someone built an analog clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What, what was as it, long was, as they're not brown, we'll be fine. Was there was there a ca- cause of it? It must be a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Just what was for it? our American listeners. What wasn't there a story when some kid made a bo- made yeah, like that a is clock? What we're referencing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Just whoosh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but it was hilarious how the after after effect, like how people say, "Oh, he just didn't make that clock. It was just a cut and paste, or some something like that." Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think you should just stop there. It's getting embarrassing. It's Either way, the right. reference you were making was to the ridiculous overreaction. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the funny part. <laughs> and then it actually got sad when the DJ had to expose. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving along now, since that one was completely destroyed. <laughs> thanks a lot. Uh-huh. Um, we have more from the DJ. And it's oh. about PUBG. At least it's at least it's not Fortnite. <laughs> well, it's, it is the predecessor of Fortnite. <laughs> uh, well, basically... It's um, the predecessor of Fortnite in the same way... I don't know, what came first? COD or Battlefield? It was Battlefield, wasn't it? No. Uh, um, what, you talking about the original version? Yeah. Because if you're going to go original versions in games, Space Invaders, baby. Pong. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Pong's the predecessor. The Battle Royale genre is the predecessor of Fortnite the same way Battlefield is the predecessor of COD. You're completely ignoring the years of, of other great games that came before them. Yeah, you've got other games back before them as well. Like you got there's other games such as Black Hawk Down that were back at the same sort of time. Um, yeah. I've got I've got the answer for you of which came first for COD and Battlefield. Battlefield came first, then COD came a year after. Now, is that the original Battlefield 1942? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, 1942 came on 2002, called G a year after, a year later. Okay. But uh, back to the article. So, in t- so for PUBG, um, you have, they always um, have always wanted uh, most desperately in the game is the ability to create custom matches. It seems their wishes have finally came true, as PUBG Corp has announced today. DJ. That this- DJ. Mm-hmm. DJ, mm-hmm. summarize. Don't read the article word for word. All it's saying is the uh, PUBG for um, you can make p- custom matches for now, but later on there will be a paywall. Doesn't surprise me. The PUBG Corp has become complete money grabbing rectums. <laughs> well, it, it they better be careful because it's certainly wrecked EA. <laughs> but did that did that hurt the DJ? to actually just summarise it into a, a simple sentence. 
I'm trying to. It, it did hurt a bit. <laughs> we'll have to take him offline for some extra maintenance after this. <laughs> you should. You should have studied psychology. Although, um, but, but uh, all the banter aside, I, it's interesting. They haven't announced like when the paywall is going to come down, as this thing, as this option is only in the beta, is in the beta test phase. Yeah. Yeah. But just like EA said. We're going to take the microtransactions out for a while. They didn't say when they would come back. Mm-hmm. But then again, uh, World of Warcraft has also just announced the dropping um, upfront payments for games and dropped purchasing for all previous versions of the game. So yeah. what does that mean for World of Warcraft? Um, they've got a new update and version coming out. So as part of the ever-ongoing saga of World of Warcraft, um, there's a new one come out that's yeah, and they've they've announced a massive um, change to all the bits and pieces. So there's going to be subscription payments. I think it is they were saying. Um, I think I saw that too. Posted it on our Facebook page. Pretty sure. Notice I said Facebook page there, DJ, not like, like page. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel dirty. <laughs> but yeah, the. Uh... So you're saying that World of Warcraft's next expansion is it not going to cost money to get that? I think you ha- you might have to pay some money for that, but all the previous releases are now going to be available in open slather. I've got okay. the. I that makes sense, although I didn't actually realize that um they had to pay for the expansions. Not that I've played World of Warcraft. Well, I knew they had to buy the new ones, but I thought if you or the new one as a first-time player, you got back catalogue. Well, now you can get all the back catalogue for free uh, and start playing and catch up to where everyone else is. Yeah. I wonder how many t- how many hours will it take, though? How many hours? Or how many there's days will it take to catch up? There's, there's people that do nothing else but play that and mine it for currency. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so World of Warcraft, they... Um, they keep adding features to help boost you up to higher levels. Yeah, if you speak to someone who's uh, been playing since what? Did you ever play the old Warcraft? I've only played the RTS games. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so World of Warcraft was <laughs> an expansion on that idea, and it's just yeah, they've taken it to the next level, and unfortunately killed uh, the RTS side of things. Yeah, yeah, but they found a market niche. They were one of the first Western MMORPGs and they took the platform they had and took it into playing online in real time and people enjoyed it to, at the level that it's at. Like there were other MMORPGs, but the level of character detail and generation a lot higher. Yeah. I think okay. that, and also there was a, at, at, at one stage, there was also a time when uh, Guild Wars 2 was also rivaling World of Warcraft at, at one stage as well. No, I find it hard to believe that. It might have been big, like it was big for a little while, but I don't think they would have said it's actually genuinely rivaling it. Yeah. Like, Everything Blizzard's, since World of Warcraft's just been a flash in the pan. Blizzard's one of the all time monsters. Like between World of War between Warcraft, Starcraft and a few of their other brands, they they they're just insanely massive. Um yeah, like they've always with the World of Warcraft, they've always had like a subscription or something, and that's not changing. I think that's fifteen dollars a month um, memory. But um, they all the previous ones, you no longer have to buy. There's no upfront payment to buy 
the different bits and pieces so you can go onto Steam or whatever and go your hardest. That's yeah. pretty cool. But Unlike yeah, PUBG, some, which keeps adding more and more ways to... Yeah. Oh, you were saying... While we're talking about the PUBG, it was just something that popped up and it was just, oh yeah, someone else is changing how they're doing some of this stuff as well. Mm. PUBG keeps adding more and more reasons to pay money for it. Yeah. Even though it's already... Uh, it's a non-free game. You pay for that. There's loot boxes you have to pay for now because they took away the... Uh, you have to pay for the keys now. You can't get any free loot boxes, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. They're charging. They're going to char- probably going to charge for custom servers. The uh, well, they're limiting it to ten thousand running game. Yeah, that's just for stress testing purposes, though. Yeah, but the um, sorry, it's not my mind at the moment. Anyway, the the PUBG uh, PUBG cosmetics are even tying like hourly. Okay. I saw that on uh, on Reddit a few days ago. I've started timing your cosmetics and revoking them when they get too old. DJ, take note. <laughs> we might be rejecting your cosmetics. <laughs> Honestly, that would be better. <laughs> but yeah, do you, do you reckon this will this will improve um, PUBG as a as a in the level of like getting more subscribers and stuff, or is it just going to lose them even more? I hope it loses them because I think they're being exploitive. I actually saw a video the other day of a guy in a cyber cafe who caught one of the cheaters. I think he was actually probably going to stuff up the pronunciation. Gaojing, so somewhere, one of the places in China. And he caught one of the guys who was using cheat codes and he attacked him publicly in the cafe. He was calling him a dirtbag and everything like that and calling him a cheater and started physically attacking him as well. Forcing to get off, yes. You know how many thousands of hours I put into that game to get better and to do well and have fun. And then these mongrels like you, except you didn't call them a mongrel. Did we uh, discuss it in the the podcast about the uh, was it a Intel yeah, or was it a laptop brand who were advertising? You can use more cheats with PUBG. Yes, yes, it was Buck. No, no, he no, was no, talking no, about no. Intel. They, they 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 said they not they're not cheating. They just have better computers. <laughs> yeah, but they literally showed people using like flight mode and stuff. Yeah, uh, but it's not it's not cheat codes or anything like that. That's just they're just better. Yeah, do, pretty. Uh... Do you fellas remember? Do, do you fellas remember that video I posted a while back to you guys of, of a little kid playing PUBG on a big flat screen? No, generally, oh, uh, I, I generally not... don't watch your videos. You spam my oh no, it was it yeah. was um it was it was a it was a projector that's what this one i remember you posted a picture about honey i know that was um a friend of mine posted a picture of um honey why did you spend two thousand dollars on a projector and he's out the front playing mario karts with this <laughs> and it was projecting onto the house oh that oh but still that would be and pretty cool for those who have been in land sessions it's always fun to sit there and have the person cheats and watches other people's screens having to play on a projector. Yeah. Because then they've got to watch that, not a monitor, and everyone else can see what they're doing. But I suppose we should probably keep on track and follow our topics. Um, do we want to discuss Ubisoft well, we'll, or we just move We'll re, um, rename our podcast to The Diversions. <laughs> um, yeah. Mo- moving along, um, I, we'll make this one quick. 
Ubisoft has reported record first quarter in relation to PC sales, surpassing Xbox One for their games. Um, Also, the PC sales are climbing and console sales are going down. Master race, master race. Um, (laughs) Hey, wait till you hear the figure. A a draw dropping 400 million euros. Oh, that's pounds. Oh, euro, no, yeah, no, it's euro. It's euro. It's definitely euro. Yeah. Um, yeah, for a, a staggering 400 million euro for one quarter, driven primarily by continued growth. Yeah. And they say which game it was here somewhere. It was a uh, Rainbow Siege and For Honor. Back catalog. It would up with um, Assassin's Creed and, and The Division are expected to make a massive impact as well to push it even higher. Yeah. Not to mention Skull and Bones as well. Ubisoft and Blizzard. I'm going to say, some of the multiplayer games are pretty good. Rainbow Six Siege is great. Some of them, like Ghost Recon Wildlands, are just complete. I don't know how they do it so badly. (laughs) One of the things I find interesting is they've got this... um, Concluding sentence. This time out, the 360, PS3, Nintendo, Wii, and Wii U collectively accounted for just 1% of buy platform sales. So, yes. Interesting. What strikes me about this is how it's all of this is because um, people are buying digital items, DLC, season passes, subscriptions, and advertising. That's all it comes down to. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I I think if people are making, I think if they're making money on the back catalog game, that's a great thing because it means people are still enjoying it. It'll give them funds to keep innovating and improving that game. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. But remember how like it was one of the games I think for honor. I don't know. Yeah, what about it? Yeah, I, I saw for um like people were saying, oh, it's a good game and. Stuff and then the fighting mechanics was just ah, <laughs> but I think that uh, I think they're doing well. Played it, or are you just going on some malarkey comment from some idiot? You can't even tell us who it was. I was going to say Angry Joe, but okay, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's had its issues, but what seems to be happening at recently, like last couple of years, they'll release a, a multiplayer game like Rainbow Six or For Honor, and it'll be really shit for the first six months. But then they'll put all their effort into it and make it stable and make it playable, and then it takes off. Honestly, I I want to know what's going on behind the scenes. Is corporate on their backs making them push it out before it's ready? Yeah, and apparently they were saying that um, recently Ubisoft had a DDoS attack a couple of a couple of hours ago, um, and I think yeah. Um, One of the for, interesting uh, things is Ubisoft is the creator of Skull and Bones, which we reviewed at the E3 stream, and that's the new Pirates thing. Pirates, a trendy game of 2018. <laughs> Just like well, zombies have been for the last 10 years, now we get Pirates. We remember that um, game we looked at, and you, you, we're, we're both quite impressed with it, and it was the um, Pirates, and it was taking like Assassin's Creed to the next level. Yeah, is that um that's skull and bones, isn't it? That's skull, yeah, that is skull and bones. So that's one of the things that they're looking at as helping to. It's, it's going to be a massive boost in the upcoming season. So yeah, hey, I'm not complaining. I quite enjoy pirate games. In fact, I should probably get back into Black Wake, made by a couple of guys in Melbourne. It's a, an Aussie game where uh, 
pirate team deathmatch, I guess. You're both on ships and you're trying to sink the other ship. It's like pirates versus navy. Okay. Might have to check that out at some point. I quite enjoy it. It's heavily teamwork based, though. So if you get a, a shitty team, your ship is going to the Davy Jones's locker. Uh huh. Okay. Nice. Um, can you um, give us a link for that to post in the show notes? Yeah. Bless you. And the DJ's, not the DJ, Bucky's head has just exploded. <laughs> ah, it's supposed to be, was it? You sneeze seven times in a row and it makes you feel good? Something like that. Uh, well, I thought it was basically if, some, uh, if you're sneezing, someone is thinking of you. That's an old wives' tale. We deal with facts here. <laughs> um, cool. I um, posted up a picture there that's out of um, Skull and Bones. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, oh, that looks nice. Impressive. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, the images out of gameplay and so forth, and uh, I'm excited. Sorry. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but and, we said we're uh, going to make that quick, so we better... Yep. Keep to our word. Um, next up, uh, what do we got here? Golden Age for Paleontology. I think that's you again, isn't it, Professor? Dinosaurs! <laughs> Live dinosaurs. No? We're getting a new species of dinosaur every 10 days. Really? This is a, an NPR article uh, who happened to broadcast their thing as their own podcast, so... Podcast stealing from a podcast. Don't look too closely at that. But they reckon <laughs> that people who saw Jurassic Park as kids are now becoming real-life dinosaur hunters. <laughs> it's a bit more dramatic than saying paleontologist. Although, okay, I can never tell the difference between paleontology and archaeology. What's the difference? One's dinosaurs, one's people, mostly. There's a difference in age, mostly. Oh, okay. I'm just reading here. Um... Paleontology is the um, study of evolution and science of the, the creatures from a certain period. Yep. And archaeology I... is digging up um, cities and so forth. I just Googled it to make sure my facts were correct. And paleontology is life before the Holocene epoch, which is about 11,700 years ago. And that's uh, why we now have such bullshit as the paleo diet. <laughs> it's uh, yet another fad diet named after the time period it's from. Okay. Because people think that if you eat the food cavemen ate, you're going to... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Gonna be healthier. And of course, we haven't evolved in 11,000 years. Yep, not at all. Well, the DJ hasn't. <laughs> yep. You ruined it. You were quiet for a while. For, uh, we thought, but like, we would have taken quietness as of evidence of evolution. Now I'm going to have to go and become but, religious. Uh, but but you know, life finds a way. Today. <laughs> <sighs> that was a lab experiment that got away from us. Yep. <laughs> we so, were too preoccupied with whether we could that we didn't think about whether we should. 
which is kind of interesting because there's a post that's been floating around on Facebook saying scientists are now saying we can have live dinosaurs within five years. So you reckon... Uh... Haven't... And, oh, no, no, no. Then at the bottom of the screen, it's like, at the bottom of the picture, it's, we literally have like four movies showing how this is a stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that. Live What's... now, I think. But so, what we should do yeah. is... Go and ask Clive Palmer if he's going to upgrade his Jurassic Park resort with real dinosaurs. <laughs> hey, don't give him ideas because he would then start inviting over all the politicians he doesn't like, which is pretty much all of them. Not that I'm saying it'd be a bad thing. Yes, but, but not, if I don't want him to escape, there's only so you've ever um, ever read any of the Jurassic Park books or seen the movies. The big boss guy who's like, we spared no expense, is always one of the people who gets eaten. So we could get rid of Clive Palmer and have dinosaurs. <laughs> no, no, no. The big guy who we spared no expense in Jurassic Park 1 didn't die. Okay. He, do- no, he, he does he passed away book. peacefully outside later on because he was there for number two. I think it was number three. He was he was dead, and his son was taking over and trying to save the company or steal the company from him. In the and book, he goes for a walk, slips off the path, and gets eaten by literal like what the uh, little chicken-sized dinosaurs. Okay, I think it's because it's Attenborough's brother. They didn't like. Nah, we don't want to do that to, to our cat to this guy. Well, considering the fact the guy survived a concentration camp in World War Two, yeah, I think they're probably a bit more scared of the fact that. The, the props wouldn't survive him. Yeah, what's uh, what's the most brutal way George Takai has died? Such a he was in the uh, in Japanese internment camps. Yeah. So, so Richard Attenborough was one of the most amazing guys you come across. Mm. I actually watched um, him the other night, actually. Now I think about it. Um, but moving along, keeping us on track again. Um, DJ. Yes, sir. You have something about Aquaman. Well, are, you, are you going to tell us that you're in love with another man again? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. But DJ, I... DJ, DJ, away from the microphone. From your voice. I, I don't know, Buck. It's it, it, I don't know, Buck. I don't know. <laughs> but, what are you going to tell us? What are you, come on. <laughs> Summarise it in one sentence. Um. So, basically... um. Comic Con is up. Comic Con's um, ongoing right now, and everyone's predicting that Aquaman will be coming out. The trail, the trailer for Aquaman movie is going to be coming out, and the lead up to the Aquaman trailer, a lot of things have come out, like the uh, post, the movie poster for Aquaman, and and also a special movie cover featuring Aquaman and a couple of other characters from the Aquaman movie, and looks cool. It looks really cool. Like it has uh, Aquaman, Princess Mira, Black, Black Manta. I think it's is that Ocean Dragon. Yeah, it's Ocean Black Dragon. Manta for when you can't afford Black Panther. <laughs> no, 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 no. Black Panther is when you can't afford Black Manta. <laughs> um, yes, of course. We uh, should not shit on the DC characters. <laughs> no, the... um, Black Black Panther's the king of a small African nation. With massive wealth. Black Manta is the brother of Aquaman. Brother? Isn't he the brother of Aquaman? 
No, so he's, he's not the brother. The throne. I thought he was his brother. No, Black Manta is um Black Manta was a civil um civil rights activist that wants to um make the sea like like Atlantis full of black people or something. I ah, oh, it's such a weird he's not civil rights, you idiot. No, Black, it's, Man- black Manta isn't Black Panther. He's trying. Well, okay, hang a sec. He's trying to steal the crown because he's related. He's related. Hang on a sec. I'm just looking at the biography here. He's not trying to. He's not civil rights activist. That's what I saw in one of the, um, one of those origin videos. That was, was saying it, he was, was trying to be. Was it, was it butthurt fan fiction? No, it was Mo- Watch Mojo. Ah, well, yes, it was then. Hang a sec. Uh, Pardon wait. us, here, folks, while we check this out. Black Manta. Uh, Oh, there is. Uh, it says, revealed himself to be African-American. He explained that he hoped to create an underwater colony where his people could be free from the persecution they faced on the surface world. So we're going to take all the black people and put them in Atlantis. Basically, yeah. When And when's that? when was that re- reveal? When, when did that happen? No, just, just me sec. Aquaman number 57, 1977, September. Okay, because number 35 in 1967, he wasn't doing that. It revealed that he was a black man straight away. So I'll just post up the link. Um, but, yeah, he was supposed to be vying for the crown of Atlantis. And he was the brother, half-brother or something, is what I've heard of. <laughs> uh, cringy comic uh, quotes here. The DJ has just linked us a... Um, uh, is that the full article or is that just an image? No, that's a full article. Okay, well, anyway, the thumbnail image that's come up is Black Manta saying, no, I mean exactly what I said, my people. Or have you never wondered why I'm called Black Manta? (laughs) 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 Dialogue, sometimes it's just so cringy. (laughs) This was like when (laughs) exactly? Like, like, I Um, think... that would probably looks like it's probably the in the seventies era, just going from the artwork. Yeah, but yeah, he originally appeared in nineteen sixty-seven, so part of the social move of being a little bit more friendly, um, bit more representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, there's an alternative version in number eight when in the Aquaman series where they talk about his origins as being an autistic orphan placing. Gotham's Arkham Asylum. But, yeah. Although, looking at this, um, that says Black Manta New Earth at the top of the article. So what uh, what counts as main Earth in DC? Um, prime Earth. Main Earth is Prime Earth. Or is Earth Prime? Earth so Earth. What, is, um, what is Black Manta's personality like on main Earth? Uh, still the same old bad guy. Okay. <laughs> He's a bad guy, but he joins forces with Aquaman to face anyone who threatens Atlantis. Wait, well, I'm scrolling, scrolling through this. Aqualad, Aqua Girl, Aqua Baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Aquaman was a thing. <laughs> a- 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 Aquaman got around. Aquaman and Aqualad were put into an arena and forced to fight each other to the death. Manta placed Aqua Baby into a chamber where he would slowly suffocate until one of them had killed the other. <laughs> Remember how there were so many Aquaman jokes? Look, I know that I know people were into a little bit of the brain altering chemicals back then, but 
this is special. <laughs> but Aquaman has always been the light-hearted, humorous side of things. And like, they it's... kill a baby. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they they knock it. Australia did it in ninety back in um, the late the middle eighties there with Azaria Chamberlain. <laughs> Scrolling down further. Black Manta sold his soul to a demon and transformed into a Manta-Man hybrid. <laughs> yeah. He stopped tormenting Aquaman and indulged in drug smuggling. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, remember, this has been going for... Like, it was 1967 was the first appearance of Black Manta. Aquaman rewired Manta's afflicted brain, making him normal for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what does normal mean in this context? Uh, Is he still a... Uh, Segregationist? <laughs> Is that normal? Yeah, I don't know what's what's normal these days. But, yeah, like Aquaman first appearing in 1941. So yeah. Hold on, is that a girl in the DJ's room? No, nah, it's my mum. Oh, your mum used <laughs> to talk to you sometimes. <laughs> oh come on, fellas! I'll have love stage in our lives. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm hyped for the trailer, fellas. Wait, wait, th- wait, you guys are hyped for the trailers? Yeah, uh, it's a comic book movie. I couldn't really care one way or the other. <laughs> I'm, the- I'm, I'm looking forward to the movie, but to me, Jason Momoa will always be from Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> Not Conan, huh? Um, he was in Stargate Atlantis before Conan. No, but this year's Comic Con, I will say oh, this: a lot. Of th- this year's Comic Con has been very interesting. Like, there was no Marvel-related stuff. It was all DC. Woo-hoo! and <laughs> I can see Buckle <laughs> saying, enjoying himself you there. Buckle. You can see a Buckle. <laughs> I see Buck <laughs> just smiling. I was smiling. The... I was going, who? Yeah, no, but you're smiling. I know deep down you'd be smiling because no Marvel is in there. No oh, Marvel-related stuff. have a break from Marvel. I always confuse Jason Momoa and Jason Manzukas. Okay. Oh, is he you the guys know Jason... of uh, Jason Manzukas? I heard the name before, but not. Is he a comedian? I, he might be, but he acts in a lot of shows I happen to watch. And his main character trait is always completely flipping lost. It. <laughs> wow, he looks. Uh, he's the um, weird Indian guy. The, yeah, science to see that they have. Yeah, I don't know who he is now. But yeah, there were so many good things that ha- that came He's out Greek, of Greek, actually, not Indian. Yeah, sorry oh. for sorry to all the Indian listeners, <laughs> but they've they've cast him as a evil Indian scientist. I remember that. Okay, but yeah, for Comic Con this year, there was a lot of good things. Lot of good things I've got here is there's a video here where he's saying Jason Manzukas wants fans to know that he's just acting crazy. I hope so. You've got to be concerned when you've actually got to release a video to say, I'm only acting crazy. I'm not crazy. What about uh, John McAfee? Is it too late for him to pull back the crazy? (laughs) Well, I'm truly sailed. But yeah, with um, Comic Con, guys, so many good releases have come out. Like um, the next Star Wars, the final season of Star Wars, Clone Wars. It's finally coming out. Okay. Um, I mentioned the tagline or I'll argue for another few hours. <laughs> um, the, the Young Justice, the new season. Um, what's all what the other good ones that's come out? Oh, the new Dragon Balls, Dragon Ball movie, and the Doctor Who trailer. Oh yes, oh yes. Who could for, who could forget that? That was a good trailer. Hmm. 
I'm really looking forward to the next season. From the the trailer so far, I feel like uh, oh, her name's completely slipped my mind right now. Um, Jennifer something. So, oh, I know what I know no, who you're Jennifer, the the new Doctor Who actress. The... Yeah, um, trying to find out who who in the heck she is. It is Jodie Whittaker. That's the one. I feel like she's really got the. Uh, got the performance down just based on the the trailers and the the leaks i've seen so far Hmm. Hmm. and i'm i'm really looking forward to the the new companions because instead of having just one companion at a time they're going for a a full party of three companions yeah yeah where's buck he uh he's gone at the moment he didn't say why maybe he is uh suffering more exploding head (laughs) but anyway we uh we should move Since along. Mark, he's not here right now. We've gone over all our topics, and we still have quite a bit of time to fill. Oh, we've got one more. We've Sorry? got one more. We've got one more topic, oh, and that's bucks. We? Yeah. Um. Basically. Um. Yeah. With like I said, Comic Con, a lot of good stuff are coming out. Um. One of the stuff that's also coming out that's away from Comic Con is the new Attack on Titan, a new season. Apparently, season three of Attack on Titan. They're taking uh, a long time between seasons, aren't they? Oh yeah, they take a they, they have a very long, long time. Like between... they must have just have one guy out the back drawing each frame. <laughs> I don't know that would be interesting if that was true. <laughs> like... But if you look at the artwork in um, each frame, yeah, that'd be fair enough. Oh, but still, it, I, I'm hyped for this. Like I'm hyped for a new season of Attack on Titan. I mean, last season was pretty good. Yeah, like I've, everyone in the world that's a fan of Attack on Titan has probably watched season one and season two at least. Yeah, I times. assume every fan of Attack on Titan is looking forward to season three. Well, we've yeah. already, every every fan has probably already watched season one and two at least five times. But if they were a true fan, they would have gone and read the manga. Oh yeah, yeah, well, and not and, and not watched the live action movie. And not watch the live action movie. That was a terrible, terrible movie. Why do you say that? I saw it like with the anime club, and we were all shaking our heads, wondering why. <laughs> why? Club at QUT. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is this the one that's got the 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 poorest substance stuff between the ears? Met club president. I I I, I I know. Might might be some. I don't know who you talk. <laughs> B to B person there that was just an absolute moron with the way they spoke. If he's listening, I'm sure Bucky would be willing to challenge you in one-on-one combat. <laughs> um, Pistols at dawn. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say I yeah, I know who it was, and yeah, I've seen them face to face, and it wouldn't really be much of a challenge. <laughs> so no pistols at dawn. I would let them have a pistol, and I would go bare him. <laughs> I let them take. I let them take three shots, and I'd still win. <laughs> but yeah, they're going to shoot themselves. I bet. <laughs> but yeah, um, back to the topic though. Um, but back to the topic. Um, yeah, don't watch the live action. Trust me, it was just not. No, 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 no. It was just. If you uh... wish to watch the live action, please go ahead and do it. And make up your own mind. The okay. DJ, the DJ didn't enjoy it, but that doesn't mean you won't. Uh, but okay, fair enough. Fair point. Fair point. It's their it's their opinion. They let them have their own opinion. I agree with you there. Because you've you've attacked other movies, said that they're bad, but I've watched them. And I've enjoyed them. Hey, I, 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 hey, let's let's no, you've just attacked ad- other movies you haven't even seen. You're just going on. 
commentary for some malarkey idiot. <laughs> oh, this will go for another few hours. Let's go. Gonna... <laughs> yep. Yeah. This is. Gonna... I, think, I think we should just move along now. The, the DJ is starting to realise how shifting the sands are beneath his feet and how thin the. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Right. Now you had a shout out for us, Professor. Yes, this week is the anniversary of Apollo 11 from launch to landing. And as we're recording this, I believe the, the, uh, as we're recording, I believe they would still be on the moon. So it's one small step for man, one giant leap for this podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> this is creepy and insulting, scary. <laughs> I sound like that guy that that no, um you don't no 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 you don't want to say trust me <laughs> oh, oh but still move it moving along. Me a few um a few months ago I was watching a live stream of one of the original uh Apollo missions some people had taken all of the all of the available footage and audio clips and made like a thirty hour or however long it was live stream with the appropriate uh, audio playing at different times and a guide explaining what's going on. Okay. Shame they didn't do that for this too. I remember there was, uh, speaking of space missions, I remember there was a documentary I saw years ago where, um, I don't know which Apollo missions it was. (laughs) Really? I don't know which Apollo mission it was, but they had the the space module known as the Liberty Bell. I don't know whether you guys remember it. Yeah, oh, yeah, Liberty so, Bell was a model of capsule. Yeah, um, the Mercury Redstone, Redstone Four. That's the one. But yeah, I I love those old old mis- old space missions. They were pretty cool to watch. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, I'm just struggling here. I just want to call the DJ a Berlin. Um, yeah, yeah. Move, moving on. Um, this week's birthdays we have the great man himself, Nelson Mandela. Anti-apartheid activist, political prisoner, and South African president. Was born in Mavetsu, Mutata, in South Africa in 1918. Um, another birthday was John Glenn, the first American astronaut to orbit the Earth. He later sold out and became a politician. Was born in Cambridge, Ohio, 1821. And then another great man who believes one of the best rules for business is a smile and courtesy and just general honesty. So Richard Branson, born in 1950. Events of interest, um, 1938. This week, um, Douglas Rongway Corrigan arrives in Ireland after a 28-hour flight, left New York, flying for California. You'd think you'd realise after the first hour of water that you're going the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) He he was American. Yeah. He probably wasn't really sure what it was he was looking at. <laughs> Same as the DJ is yep. when he looks in the mirror. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if the if Douglas Kerrigan flying to Ireland accidentally wasn't a hoax, then he is a truly special man. <laughs> His mother told him that every day she put him on the bus and it said on the side, she said, This bus is especially for you. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, another event this week. Um, We spoke a couple of weeks ago about the 50-year anniversary coming up for um, Intel. Um, 
It was Intel Corporation was founded this in Santa Clara, California. That's where Silicon Valley is generally, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. <sighs> and out of all the tech companies, Intel is still going strong. Well, there's plenty of others that you probably don't necessarily know the name that have been going just strong. Yeah. Well, there's IBM, there is Apple. Mm, yeah, but there's lots of others that just do bits and pieces that are subsidiaries for other companies now, such as GE, etc., that make components for CAT scans, X-rays, televisions, Microsoft, like, like, microphones. Google. <laughs> well, Google's not really that old of a tech company. Do you want to know something crazy about Google? It's it was founded in no. 1998. No, no. <laughs> Don't want to know anything about it. Fair point. Fair point. Remember who who's hosting this week? Who, who? Yours, you, <laughs> you, who, Buck, who? you, you, Buck, you. It's taking you this long to try and steal it from me. <laughs> we really need to keep him on a tighter leash when he's not hosting. I like the idea of keeping him on a leash, and there's nothing, <laughs> nothing sexual or kinky about that either. Oh, I don't know, Buck. I don't know. I'm Sometimes thinking, I'm just thinking a choker chain around your neck would be good. Oh, we could. Oh, I, I don't know. We could do. We could do it. We could do it. <laughs> I don't know whether who would do, who would do the strangling, but yeah. <laughs> uh, we could rent out the opportunity. <laughs> Silence. Well, and folks, um, that's it for another week. I have a bit of news. Ooh, I got news. accepted to the Rapture Rejects beta. Oh, did it? Did you now? Yes. <laughs> did you now? Oh, That's a, oh yeah, I like this too. <laughs> um, congratulations. I'm, I'm hoping they do the next uh, next beta test when it's not five a.m. on a Saturday morning. <laughs> what are your first impressions so far, though? I haven't played it yet. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it was at five a.m. on Saturday morning. Ah. Oh, I got the uh, the. Welcome email, like, two hours before that. So I'm, I'm guessing that was after bedtime for you now. That you're Yeah, no, I'm a, a professional working man. It was after bedtime. As opposed to when you were un- just living life large and in charge. That was probably bedtime. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, once again, um, th- thanks for listening, folks. Don't Please for, um, feel free to check out all of our merchandise that's available. Oh, actually... We have a thank you we have to give to somebody who actually has left us a comment on one of our podcasts. Yes, a um, very long comment with better English than the DJ. <laughs> yeah, that long. Was this the way the DJ explained it was, as usual, ridiculously out of control? He could tell his um, brain was clunking trying to nerd. process it. Sorry, you disappeared on me there. Oh. Me? Oh, I was saying you could tell the DJ's brain was clunking trying to process it. <laughs> mm. Then, um, yeah, some, some nerd. Thank you very much. Um, we appreciate the feedback. We have. I'm, I'm looking at it at the moment. Yeah, hey, you, you you got such a different opinion to us, but you've listened to us so far, and hopefully you keep listening. And differences of opinion. Hey, we have differences of opinion within our own people, own minds. So. Yeah, thank, thanks very much for the feedback and keep giving us more. Hope, we hope you keep listening. We are perfectly um, happy to hear your whinging about our opinions even more. He's not <laughs> whinging, he's, he's actually... Yeah, I, I'm actually appreciating the feedback here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so anyone else who wants Please to more. give us feedback, we, as you can see, we do take notice of it. We do actually listen to it and read through it. 
and we can we, we are likely to give you a mention um follow us on facebook at nerds amalgamated um we're on twitter and we have the biggest tweet running our twitter account <laughs> oh you mean yourself so you don't you, have you, to name him you, you mean yourself buck <laughs> You're bigger than me. <laughs> no, leave it to our fans to decide who they believe the biggest twit is. Um, but can you give us the Twitter account details there, DJ? Yeah, yeah. Um, our Twitter, our Twitter um, account is at N Amalgamated. Thank you very much. And our Gmail? Uh, nerds.amalgamated at gmail.com. That's our email address. Sorry, what was that? Uh, nerds.amalgamated at gmail.com. Okay, sorry, just you robot it. Ah, fair enough. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, please check us out. Follow, listen to all our other podcasts. Listen to all the rest of the That's Not Canon production family. There's some amazing podcasts out there. Um, one of which that I noticed during the week was Everyone Wants to Be a Cat. It was actually quite interesting. I'm a dog person rather than a cat person, but yeah, I enjoyed listening <laughs> to it. Everyone Wants to Be a Cat. As you are a dog person, they also have Floof and Puppers, which is yes. our um, TNC dog themed podcast. And for and, the yeah, Murder in the Land of Oz, we have to take time to give the, the two ladies a bit of a plug here. Uh, yeah, we're an equal opportunity uh, plugger of podcasts. <laughs> I think the latest episode is going to be talking about the Gatton murders. And it's researched and reported by Ellen. So, yeah, please check them out. Um, check out their Facebook page as well. Rate our Facebook pages. Give us a five-star if possible. Give us some feedback. Swear at us if you like. We swear at the DJ, so you can too. <laughs> and that's it. So thank you very much. So long. Good night. Farewell. See you next week. See you guys. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns